It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It has been an absolutely wild, wild last, uh, I mean, 72, I, I don't know how to add 24 to 72, 96 hours. But uh, th- because of that, we are doing the mailbag on a Tuesday we're getting all of your questions in. Certainly, there's going to be one topic that dominates more than others. We're going to get into that here in just a moment on this episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Tuesday. We are back and doing it. Locked on Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. I would go ahead and say that I am significantly more well-versed than I was yesterday. I, I, I was pretty well-versed, but I didn't necessarily have a good handle on everything. Uh, I, I am both now in a, in a way that is kind of beyond comprehension. That's the best I can say. That sounds ominous. It sounds weird. It's meant to. Um, so we're going to get to our leaders and best. The first two question askers asked their questions last week on Thursday, which we did not get to that uh, that mailbag. They didn't re-ask questions. So I went ahead and put theirs in. So th- these are kind of rhetorical, because they're. I, but I want to give credence to those who uh, have been OGs. So James Crudup at James Crudup 6, starting off the Victor's Valiant. Sorry, not the Victor's Valiant, the leaders and best. I just get these confused. Are you legitimately concerned with dirty play from MSU on Saturday? I was. It's your call on Saturday. Are you trying to run up the score? I would, but I did. I think Michigan did things exactly as they should um, in the sense of they, uh, they got JJ out of there. They got Blake out of there, lived to fight another day, and you know they scored a touchdown while running the ball uh, with the you know, second, third, fourth, depending on which players were in. Uh, team offense against the uh, first team Michigan State defense easiest non-conference according to everyone else yet we have uh, yet we have to steal their signs what's not to get um I don't really understand that actually so I don't get it easiest non-conference as far as the schedule um I mean it's just a common practice in college football I hate to tell you that the not actually for Michigan fans uh, you know, that's something you're obviously well-versed in for rival fans. I'm sorry. It's true. Uh, Josh Barrett, Jadicky, also a, uh, uh, what you call it? I don't remember the, the, the word that I'm looking for. Um, since the NCAA has had a very clear hatred of Jim and Michigan was the next silly accusation, they will throw to try to make something dumb stick. I don't know. I mean, this is... There is smoke to this. I'll say that, but that doesn't mean that it's it's everything I said in the podcast uh, on Monday is that's still my feeling on it. But it's that doesn't mean there's not smoke to it. Right. And this is certainly something that's worth investigating, whether the NCAA comes down on Michigan or not is a different story. But um, I don't know what's. I, I don't know what the next thing is. It could be something silly, right? I mean, these have both been silly, to be honest. Um, but this one at least has more merit to it. That doesn't mean that I agree with it, knowing what I know. And I do have to, I have to do, do have the, to, the clarify, just like I did yesterday. I do know things here. I, can't, I know there are people that say, well, then tell us. I can't. 
it's it's not as simple as like, all right, I know, and you guys want to know, so let me tell you that I I do that way too often, and sometimes I sp- like I I know that there was the Twitter person that said like, you know, you keep things close to the vest pretty often. Y- yeah, that's by design, and I often break my own rules and tell you guys things I know I shouldn't be telling you. This is not going to be one of those cases. My brother in metal, Michael Wolf at MWolf21. What's your opinion on the running game? Is there more to unleash? Do you think Donovan is running to, uh, not to get hurt, uh, less so the last few weeks? Uh, I think that teams are loading up to stop the run. La- you got to remember, last year, it was more of a case where the, the, first, uh, the first couple teams uh, in particular, the first two, loaded up to stop the run. Michigan ran anyway, and J.J. hurt him with his arm. So teams decided uh, it is our best interest to try to play more balanced against Michigan rather than trying to stop one or the other, right? We need to be able to play the pass, and we need to play the run. I feel like after TCU last year, they decided it is in our best interest to force J.J. to beat us, but and he is more than happy to oblige you. I know that's exactly what I said yesterday or, or over the weekend or whatever. Uh, so um, as far as Donovan, I mean, there is more to unleash, and we'll see if any teams decide, like, let's try to play more balanced and see what happens. I think that's probably a, a smart course of action, to be honest. There, so there is that. Uh, as far as Donovan, I think it's mental to a large degree. It's also teams are loading up on him, and he just does not, like, Donovan's kind of a, a, a numbers guy, right? Like, I said this multiple times last year. I said it literally in-game against Ohio State as uh, someone else was complaining on the sidelines. Like, you know, why are they continuing to run Donovan, right? Like, it's just, you know, two yards, three yards, through two yards. And I'm like, that's because it's two yards, three yards, two yards, four yards, six yards, 20 yards, 70 yards. 30 yards, 15 yards, four yards, two yards. Like, that's how he operates. And he's not getting a lot of carries, so therefore it, it's not working out quite that way. Uh, Jimmy Whitner at Jimmy Whitner 1 isn't what Michigan's being accused of called scouting. Uh, this was a one from, uh, from last week as well. Uh, he had more questions, but they are certainly not anywhere close to applicable because it's all uh, MSU preview. Who's your MVP? It's, well, it's probably J.J. McCarthy, A.J. Uh, Barner, and uh, Colston Loveland. Um, but um, yes, to some degree, I mean, obviously there's more nuance to it than that, but it is in essence, there's sign ceiling, which is legal, and uh, but they're accused of illegally sign stealing. It's a whole thing, obviously. We'll continue to get into that momentarily. KRTF former KD4, what does the team usually do during the off week? Any news on the Mullings injury? Mullings should be back sometime, maybe even this next game. Uh, Jim Harbaugh said soon when I asked him about it. Uh, as far as the team, uh, and we're going to get into this here uh, shortly as well, but I'll, I'll kind of give you a preview. It's called Improvement Week. Uh, it, it is, uh, you, you might not see the starters working out quite as much, and uh, it, in, it's a little bit of a quasi-off week for some players, and it's uh, more of an on week for others. We'll get into more of that uh, eventually here. Jonathan Joseph at jjoseph2156. Have you ever seen national and impartial media jump to conclusions and spew hate as much as you see now? No, I have not. And I can tell you with a very strong degree of certainty that there are a lot of people out there who are just plain wrong uh, about their, their, you know, their opinions, but they're wrong. They're incorrect opinions. There are people who are saying that, you know, this is a open and shut case. It is not, not in the way they think at least. And it's, I think a lot of people are telling on themselves in a lot of ways. And unfortunately some of them are people that I, I, I'd still respect, but um, I think that people really want to be, it's like politics, right? And that's kind of where this has become, what this has become. 
it's it's it, and especially in news media, people are are so quick to try to be first with something that they aren't as much concerned with being right. And I understand these are more opinions than than so-called facts that they're coming out with, but I, then I see a lot of vitriol directed towards Michigan fans about them defending Michigan and all of that. Just take it as a badge of honor at this point. That's all I can say. Um, Spencer Whitmore, at Spencer Whitmore, uh, finishing us out in segment one. Should we be worried? Uh, yes and no. So I will give you both, right? Uh, so the... No, I, I am convinced that Michigan is a little bit more insulated than what's being reported, right? Pete Thamel came out with yet another report. Honestly, none of it was actually against uh, any rules, right? Connor Stallions bought tickets to um, the SEC title game. Okay, that's fine, right? Like, that's actually not illegal. You have Mark Givler from a Buckeye Huddle saying, uh, they, they had a bombshell supposedly and that Connor Stallions supposedly bought tickets to a Clemson game, depending on who Clemson was playing. And I don't believe Clemson's played anyone on Michigan's future schedule again, legal, absolutely legal. So, um, I, I'm, a, I, I know things again, I can't tell you what those things are that I know, but I am less concerned about Michigan itself. I am more concerned about the potential overreach of the NCAA because the NCAA is judge, jury, and executioner, and they don't have to abide by United States court rulings in the sense, you know, and they don't have to necessarily look at their own precedent. They don't have to go out there and say, okay, you know, you need to prove your innocence. They can, they can just admit guilt and say, you have to prove you're innocent. That can create an issue to some degree. Right. And, uh, I don't necessarily know what they're going to do in terms of that. Right. I mean, Michigan can, like a lot of people say, well, this isn't decided in court. It can be decided in court if Michigan decides to decide it in court, right? They can, the NCAA can say, here's what we're going to do. And the Michigan can, can say, no, we're not going to accept that. And we're going to take you to court. And, you know, the networks could do the same, right? Like if they are like, yeah, we're going to ban Michigan from postseason. Networks could be like, you know what? No, we are, we're not going to have that. That's, you're costing us a whole bunch of money. So, um, it's, there's multiple things that could be at play here. All right, we're going to continue on here in just a moment. We've got so many more questions for me to get to here. Before we do that, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you've got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. Now, LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster as well as for free. Um, just as Michigan dipped into his transfer portal, you can dip into your own transfer portal for your business to find the right team members to help you take your company to that next level. It's so easy to create a job on LinkedIn jobs. Once you're done, you can add the purple hashtag hiring frame, to let everyone know that you are indeed hiring simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Like I said, dip into your own personal transfer portal. Find those people that are going to help your business win your own championship. You can do that with LinkedIn Jobs. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to for faster as well as for free. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, 
including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, continuing on here. So many questions. We are going to go over time. Apologies to Locked On Podcast Network, but we're definitely going over time. Let's get to our Victor's Valiant, finally. <laughs> Starting with former Wolverines wire writer Brandon Knapp, wrote for me for several years at BNAP Blogs. He's an OG. He started when the site started. Do you have Blay J? Blay J. Do you believe JJ has a real chance of winning the Heisman? While he's played great, my fear is that him not playing all four quarters yet could hurt him compared to others. Hope all is well with you. Thanks. And same to you, brother. Um, I, I, I don't think it necessarily will. I think part of it is you don't have a dominant uh, entity out there outside of JJ. And I think it all is going to come down to Penn State, Ohio State, right? Uh, and, and Big Ten championship game. If he goes out and plays the way he's been playing against, you know, the heightened competition, you can include Maryland in that. Maryland's probably a little less important than the other two. You can afford a bad game if you have great games in the, in the surrounding games. Uh, I absolutely think without four quarters, it's because he's part of the reason why Michigan is dominating and he doesn't have to play two and a half, or sorry, one and a half quarters per game generally. So, yeah, I think that he absolutely does have a shot. It also depends on what everyone else is doing, right? Like if, if you know, I don't know, Drake May rebounds and suddenly is just phenomenal. Marvin Harrison Jr., That you know, there, there are people out there that can certainly challenge him for that he's just got to keep the pedal to the metal i don't know that he cares about that though mark z mark zimke when do you think teams will start selling out on the pass or limit blitzing the hit rate is really bad lately um i don't know because it seems weird that that's still kind of what's going on right like this kind of antiquated idea of really challenge jj to make throws and then he keeps doing it right so at some point you know usually when you see other teams and they have oh that team's got a really good quarterback we need to limit them. Uh, I understand Michigan's got a really good run game. It hasn't necessarily looked like it this year. There's not these like crazy numbers putting put up like last year. That at some point, someone's going to say we're going to we're going to take our chances and we're going to be a little play a little bit more even, and we'll see what happens. But I I don't know. I mean, no one's really done it yet. But it's just kind of like last year. The teams were you know trying to stop JJ uh, essentially, and Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards got to eat. At, it at some point. It might not be this year, right? You would think that someone would change, and no one did, really. You know, like, the only one that did was Ohio State last year. They were like, we're going to stop the run. We're going to stop Donovan Edwards. So we're just going to we're gonna keep them from being able to do anything. And then Michigan's like, okay, we're going to pass against you. You know, we're going to be blitz-heavy, we're going to pass against you. They're in, they're in man coverage one-on-one. Okay, cool. We've got playmakers that can make plays. And then once things... They went to the same method that everyone else went to. Donovan Edwards busted things out. I know they like to say at the moment that this that that was sign stealing. It, it's literally just schematic. It's absolutely schematic. Um, and then I think part of it is the TCU game, right? Because TCU forced JJ into two really big mistakes, and that was the difference in the game. Outside of the obvious uh, Roman Wilson touchdown that. Didn't count for whatever reason, and then Michigan turns the ball over on the subsequent play. But 
you know, JJ still played great outside of those two plays. Unfortunately, that was the difference. Adam Casel at Adam underscore Casel. I saw that Patrick Barron thinks Michigan has a bye week. Can you make sure he knows where the game is? I did reply to that and tell him that the game, he said they're playing by university, which is true. They're doing so in Turkmenistan, so I will see him there. Harbaugh used to call this improvement week. Where does Michigan most need to improve for the final game stretch? Um, so I don't really know. I mean, I, I would say a little bit of leaking up front, but I, like all the things that I see, like, you know, sometimes they lose contain. Sometimes, you know, they, they get beaten one-on-one. Sometimes it's the quarterback making a great play. Sometimes it's the corner not necessarily being there. They're getting enough pressure on de- defense. Like, everything's really solid there. Offensively, I mean, there was nothing to, bad to report about the last game. Um, I would say against Indiana, they got out to a slow start, right? And part of it was J.J. just did not look in rhythm, and then he got in rhythm. Um, I think the play calling's great. There's really nothing at this moment like that when I look back at these last seven, eight games, eight games, there's nothing that I'm particularly that stares out to me as like something that's glaring. Um, so yeah. And so what improvement week is as well, it's less about like improving a thing that they, that they need to fix. It's more about, uh, the players that don't normally get to play, getting their opportunity to, uh, to take over the bulk of the reps on the first team and such. So, that's that. George Paul Lewis at G13 Lewis. Please explain what has happened to Donovan Edwards. So another, I already obviously did, but I'm, I'm going to add something to it. And I saved that for this. Uh, it does feel like sometimes, and I don't think this is purposeful, but the blocking isn't quite as good. I saw them run a similar play, a stretch play outside zone uh, with uh, Ladarius Henderson as the blocker. Uh, they've run that several times with uh, Donovan. And both times that I can recall, Darius Ladarius Henderson has missed. He's whiffed on the block, and the person he's supposed to block is tackled. Donovan after uh, a meager gain. Um, but I saw I saw them run this last week that same play with Blake Corum, and Blake Corum got uh, positive yardage. Uh, I don't remember how many, and it was because uh, Ladarius Henderson was able to get on that block and sustain that block. So. I think I've noticed that multiple times uh, and I don't think that's purposeful by any means. I just think that maybe they're, they're expecting Donovan to be faster or slower and Donovan's being patient. Uh, That's a difference from previous years. And I would just say in that kind of case, Donovan just, they just need to tell Donovan don't be patient because you can just outrun that guy. You know, you got to move in one way. You're going another way. You can just outrun him. Don't wait for that block to be set up. Just go as fast as you possibly can. I'm sure that's not what they're coaching, but that would probably alleviate that issue. Clark at Blue for Life 8. Just going to use my question from last week. If Jabril played in this defensive scheme, would you imagine he plays a safety like he does in the pros or nickel? I mean, he was kind of already a nickel in a way. The way that Michigan uses the nickel now is kind of, it's relatively similar to the Viper. Um, so I, w- I would imagine he'd probably be a nickel. Uh, obviously a little bit bigger of a nickel. I mean, he could do either or, you know, he's a guy that they could move kind of all around. The, uh, he could honestly also be a linebacker in this game. So he's, he, he, he's the chess piece that they would move around probably kind of like they, in a sense did, uh, under the previous scheme. David G Van Reenen at X Nilo seven. We saw even an even more energized and focused team Saturday. And I really think they will be just more galvanized than ever with the maddening things being said. Am I just a homer Isaiah? Because I think we will see no team getting close to beating Michigan. I think maybe not until the playoffs. I don't think that this current state of Penn state or Ohio state right now, things can change. 
And they play games for a reason. But what I witnessed when the two played each other was not good. Right? Like, there's a difference between, you know, two evenly matched teams who uh, are among the best and two who are kind of mid and they're just kind of evenly matched. I mean, Ohio State was better than Penn State. That was pretty clear to me. Um, and I want to know what their defenses are really like. They haven't really played. I mean, we've seen them play Ohio State play some offenses that are generally capable of putting up points like Notre Dame. But we don't really know necessarily how great Notre Dame's defense or sorry, offense is either. So um, I think that Michigan, if I, I could be very wrong here, I think Michigan's offense is so balanced and so good that I think they're going to be able to do some things against the Ohio State defense. I do think the Ohio State defense has improved, but I thought that last year, and it didn't quite go as well as uh, Ohio State and Jim Knowles thought it would. Um, so those would be the two options. And I think that I, I agree with uh, Steve Dace said on Michigan Podcast tonight, I listened to that on my way home from Schembechler, uh, that uh, they've just essentially, like you said, galvanized the team, right? Now they're angry. Now they have reasons to be angry instead of complacent. They could very easily be like, oh, we're sweet. Now they're they're on, on a war path. They'll tell you that they're not. They very much are, right? I'm not the one at William Cawthorn. I do think Michael Barrett will get drafted, and if so, as a linebacker, I absolutely, absolutely do. He's got good size now, right? He's got quintessential linebacker size, and he plays out of his mind. I absolutely think he'll get drafted. Um, and I do think it will be as a linebacker. I, I, I don't think he's a safety. Uh, do you get to take the turnover buff picks? I do not. Only Aaron Bills does. The Recon Raider at Hamstand, 87. Can we move Donovan Edwards to wide receiver? Uh, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't used him more there, but I, I'm sure that's partially by design. Uh, and confession, just kidding. It was just me stealing signs at the Minnesota game. Photographic proof. He posted a picture with that. It's awesome. I, uh, I, I You know, it's good stuff. So, very cool. Uh, Perry Mitchell at, uh, oh, I've, I forgot to say, uh, to add one of Williams, William Cawthor's play, uh, questions. So I'll add that now. Can you get current players on the pod? I could, it's just, it would be a hassle that I'm not willing to deal with, to be honest. Um, it, it's possible it would be an NIL deal and it, it's just, it's maybe someday we should have more former players on it. I've just kind of not done that quite as much and that's in large part to me not being able to pin my own schedule down and then anything it's hard for me to I've gotten some of the people that are available I players would not be available at the same time that I'm available blah 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 but um anyway we'll figure that out eventually Perry Mitchell at Perry Mitchell 08 how do we know that uh, Ohio State had all of Michigan signals apart from it being blatantly obvious during the game I think you you mean that you're talking about 2018 and 19 when I've talked about it OSU fans refuse to believe that an upstanding institution such as theirs would steal signals. Again, it, everyone does it. It's legal, right? There's a reason why there's why teams obscure what their signals are, even if they don't change them. It's because teams steal steal them, and the reason why I know that Ohio State did it is because I was told it by someone who would know. So, and it's obvious, like you said, it's blatantly obvious. So it's. I know they, they right now the, the big hubbub is this idea that stealing signals is illegal. That's become a thing from Ohio State fans today for whatever reason. And it's no, it's not. 
that you can steal signals all day long. You can be blatantly obvious about it, right? Like they are like, oh, Connor Stallions was on the sidelines stealing signals. Yeah, that's his. That's literally his job. I know he's listed as a recruiting staffer. That doesn't mean that he's not paid to steal signals. Okay. Generic at ERKJ72. If JJ is a Heisman finalist, do you think he declares for the draft? If so, does Jaden Davis step right in or does Michigan go after grad transfer or ride with the QB on their current roster until JD is ready? I could see them doing either. I, I don't think they'll ride with Jaden Davis right away, right? Like they, I, I think that they would either have him do like the JJ McCarthy supplement him uh, into the, uh, the lineup in year one. And I think that they would either stay with uh, maybe an Alex Orgy or Jaden Denegal. Um, and, um, and have them be the, the primary guy, uh, and, um, or they would go the grad transfer route. And, you know, certainly there would be people, especially if JJ was a Heisman finalist, that would be like, I want that for me. Um, and if he is a Heisman finalist, yeah, I think he would declare for the draft. Because that'd be, he'd be one of the top, top guys. Uh, finishing us out, Anton Sesmita Mangala at Sesmita Mangala. Here's my fix to rankings, especially early in the season. After the preseason polls, do rankings uh, more like scoring a, like scoring a strike in bowling? First week ranking retroactive after week four or so, continue until week nine, and then real time after that. Thoughts? I don't See, here's the thing. I don't care about the preseason polls because really the only ranking that matters is the college football playoff ranking. And so, I mean, you're waiting until after week nine anyway. So it's, I think it's fine, right? Like the other two are entertainment and the college football playoff rankings are the real deal. So it's, it's kind of fine as it is in my opinion in that light. All right. We are going to continue on here in just a moment before we do listen. There's so many ways that you can have fun uh, with football, whether it's college, whether it's NFL or even any other sports. Uh, during the season, and it goes beyond just watching. One of those ways is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the ind- largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you versus the numbers, which makes it that much more like enticing, really. Instead of battling thousands of other players like you do in other apps and such, including your pros and sharks, you pick more or more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. Uh, Testing my skills on prize picks this football season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 in just a few taps. With quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types, that's what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. It is an incredibly fun time. Highly recommend it. You absolutely should do it. And if you're going to do that, go to prizepicks.com slash college. Use the code college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college. Use the code Lockdown College for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, we have so many more, and most of these are, there are some people who are regular question askers here in the Blue Crew, but there are a ton of people who are asking about the Things that we have not talked about, obviously. So let's get to those. There are a ton. We are already at time. 
we have enough for like a whole show here. Uh, but we're going to kind of speed round it here. Michael at Midwest, Michael one, depending on the full range and scope of evidence, the biz, biz, biggest threat to Michigan, potentially that Harbaugh may choose to self eliminate from the program because he doesn't want to deal with the mess involved, regardless of whether he is or isn't directly involved. That is certainly a possibility. I personally don't think he will. That is an opinion that is not in any kind of informed. Maybe I shouldn't say it isn't informed, but it is not. It's not inside info. I'll say that. But that is absolutely a possibility. That would be the biggest penalty to Michigan because he's absolutely, especially if, and we'll talk about the contract stuff, if Michigan decides it's going to drag its heels on the contract due to all of this, which is probably a big point as to why all of this got leaked. Uh, I don't know how to say your name, last name, Frank. I'm not going to try. At Calzac. <laughs> is there a slightest possibility that Manuel might be fired in favor of someone who will stick up for Harbaugh? I think that's also possible. I think that's been on the table for a while now. Jared Book at Book's World. Do you think Michigan winning a national championship this season will potentially make our penalty from the NCAA more harsh? We are already in, uh, losing 15-plus draft picks. I say we go all in this season. Heisman for JJ, a national championship. No, I don't think it will make it more harsh. It will just anger them. I don't think that that's going to make them do anything. Uh, Conan Denovics at Denovics. The NCAA really hates Michigan doing well, don't they? Mm, I wouldn't say that, but I think that they don't like Jim Harbaugh and when he kind of is... He's constantly been floating around in the gray area from the satellite camps to, uh, you know, being the first. This is the thing that people don't recognize, right? Jim Harbaugh was the person that said, hey, you need a one-time transfer exception. He was the first guy out there to say it. He said he was one of the, I think he might have been the first guy to say, you know, they need to be able to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. He, he does a lot of things that upsets the NCAA, so I think that's more than anything. I love this name. Cows bite you at Cows Bite You. Uh, that's, I want to know the story behind that. With rushing ours down for everybody this year, should we be worried about the run game when we need it? No, because you got the pass game to to really be right. They, the run game's working fine enough. The pass game is obviously electric. Tom Sampson at Tom Sampson 77. If this charade goes on long enough for a long period, uh, do you think Harbaugh contract waits until it's over? It, it won't wait till it's over. That's because pr- this could go on six years, right? They absolutely could go on that long. So um, it can't. So I think for Michigan, the question is timing. When do you, when do you get it done? If I'm Michigan, I get, I would, I'd get it done this week. And if you don't get it done this week, you get it done at least before Penn state. They're probably, you know, from a, from a optics perspective, they're probably not going to get it done this week. Try to wait for this to die down a little bit. Try to try to wait for Pete Thamel to stop posting a daily article, whatever. Um, Matthew DeCant at wonder shred. Serious question, do you think the smaller size of Drake Nugent Henderson compared to Timmy and Hayes, that's an Olu Olu with Timmy, that is, from last year is what, partly why the run game has struggled, or is it that Schoonmaker was better at his job than Bredesen has been a tight end uh, run blocking this year? No, I mean, Bredesen is, I believe, leading the country in run blocking and PFF grades. Uh, Drake Nugent is doing really well. I don't remember where Ladarius Henderson is. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Yes, have I seen Henderson whip on some blocks? Hundred percent, but that's I saw guys do that last year too. Um, I think it, it's less to do with that and more that teams are bringing at least one extra person uh, into what looks like an obvious run play, into what they feel like maybe they maybe they have a beat on what Michigan's doing, right? Maybe. I mean, that's that's a possibility. Will from Michigan at Will from MI. Uh, how are you holding up through this, Isaiah? Got to be a wild cycle in the media. Uh, I'm, I'm doing all right, like a little less production than you would think with all of this. Cause it's been a lot of, uh, fact finding and I've found quite a lot, 
Um, so there's that. Do you have a sense with how the news has impacted the locker room, MSU clobbering notwithstanding? Um, I mean, I, we, we talked to four players today. They seemed in normal spirits. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was there today, and I, uh, one of my colleagues saw him walking out, and he was he seemed normal. Like I, I feel like they're probably angry, but they're just going to show – you know, show kind of the normal emotions and everything. So there's that. Appreciate you asking though. Uh, Brandon Garzez at Brandon Garzez. Thank you for finally revealing what Michigan had up their sleeve in the game. 2022. I was dying to know. Um, I didn't actually, did I actually reveal that, that they changed their signals on Ohio state. They kept the same signals for a while, baited them into thinking this is what, the, what it was and then changed them the, the week of. There's a new rumor about Ohio State's Brad, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Zabisky, uh, doing the same thing as Stallions, anything you can share, especially since Ohio State had our signs for years under Don Brown. Um, I, I don't know if that's true. I know it's being rumored. It, it does seem like it's just kind of a made-up narrative, to be honest, as far as the NCAA investigating part of it. Is Ohio State doing the same thing as Michigan? I don't know. They are certainly stealing signs. That's 100%, again, legal. They're 100% stealing signs. Are they doing anything like Connor Stallions was doing? I don't know. I would venture to say it is certainly possible, potentially plausible, but I don't know. I know that's going to anger a lot of rival fans. It's your wishful thinking, right? Like, I, I understand you think that I'm wishful thinking. I am not. I, a lot of programs, there are a lot of programs out there that do the exact same thing that Connor Stallions is accused of doing. A lot of them. I don't know exactly how many. I don't know the full scope, but I know it is a regular practice. Connor is just the current sacrificial lamb, but you, there's a lot, of, a lot of coaches across college football right now that are slinking back in their chairs being like, please don't look over here. There are a lot of them. Parker Chappas at PChap06. Michigan wins the Natty and the investigation comes out in the postseason. Will the national championship be stripped from them? I can't really surmise what the NCAA is going to do. Do I think so? No. And I think Michigan at this point in this landscape, unlike the Fab Five, I think they'd be like, so what? You you said you're taking it from us. We're We're not changing. We're not taking it off of our our walls. We did it. Good luck. Another really good name. Stephen Bartlett at bad underscore at underscore golf is the sky falling. <laughs> oh, but on a serious note with some of the new info that's come out, what do you think of the situation? What is your opinion is the most likely outcome? Um, I mean, I, 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 in a very clumsy fashion did spell it out on the podcast yesterday, but I'll, I'll give you a cliff's notes. I think that, Michigan is operating in a gray area. I think that what Connor did is technically technically not against the rules. I think it's a, a let me put it this way. Go and read Dan Wetzel's column from Sunday and he gave an Occam's razor. That's what I think it was. That's basically that's for the most part that's what I I think that's accurate. I mean a, a lot of what people are saying is what I think is that's my take. Not not to cop out, but that's the best way that I can say it. Uh, most likely outcome, um, there will be some penalty for it probably by the NCAA. They'll probably clarify their rule one way or the other. They'll 
probably Michigan will probably have to fire Connor. He'll probably get a show cause. I think that's the most likely outcome. And I, I don't know if there will be anything else. Fine. Something like that. Brett Beyer at Brett Beyer 6. Have you kept up with Steve Dace's takes on the signal drama? They're pretty good. And with what's going on now, are they still going to finalize Harbaugh's contract in the near horizon? I think it's probably been pushed back a little bit as far as the contract. Uh, and I have been following along with Steve. I talked to Steve on the phone today about them. So uh, before before he uh, before I listened to his podcast on it today, I we we already kind of hashed it out. Um, MGo Blue Wall at MGo Blue Wall. Why do people in our fan base doubt my abilities? Well, because if the Blue Wall really existed, none of this would be happening now, would it? So there, that's why. Jonah Jacket at Jonah underscore Jacket. Do you think there's a potential for a postseason ban? I mean, anything's on the table. I don't think, though. I think that there there would be some suing to get out of that, right? Like, I, I think that would anger the networks. I mean, we are in a media-driven world now, media-driven landscape. I don't think that that's going to fly like it did when they did it to Ohio State, right? It's funny to, to Michigan fans. It was funny to me as a Michigan fan that Ohio State got banned from the postseason in uh, Urban Meyer's first year. I mean, they, in honesty, they could have taken the ban the year before, but chose to play. That was their choice. If if memory serves. So, I mean, that was up to them, but I think it's, I think postseason bans are stupid personally. And I think that one was stupid too. And I know that probably is not something that Michigan fans want to hear. I've said this multiple times. I've been accused by Buckeyes from not being fair when it came to tack eight. Listen, I've told you many, many times it's stupid. Like, that shouldn't have been illegal. But I have no say. Especially then, I was a fan. Uh, Crash PowerPoint extraordinaire at Andrew Ryan H. Any truth to reporters? And this is the final question. Reporters sniffing around Ohio State's uh, Brent in the same way that they're sniffing around Connor Stallions. Um, as I said earlier, no. Um, I don't. I, I mean, maybe. But no, I think that's a Michigan-made narrative, personally. Any reaction to Brady Quinn's comments on two pros and a cup of Joe show? I don't know what they are. You have to spell them out for me. So unfortunately, I have no way to answer your question. That's going to do it for us today. I'm sure we know what we'll be talking about on Wednesday because that's just where we're at, especially during the bye week. So <laughs> we'll get to that then. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. We will be back soon. Peace. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.